0: Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, where food, fitness, and mental health come to hang out. Nutrition, training, and life, it's all fair game on MTK,
1: Meathead Test Kitchen.
0: Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, a podcast where food and fitness come to hang out. I am Sadie. I'm Sasha. And because diet culture uh, will never fucking stop being diet culture, um, we decided that we're back again for another Gym Myths episode. Guess who's back?
1: back Back again again. busting shit tell a friend (laughs) Um, just want to really quick before we get into this so that if i adjust (laughs) i took a shower right before we recorded so i am not lactating my hair is wet (laughs) 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 if i move around if you're watching this on video yeah
0: (laughs) Um, i I also showered except for i I wore a black shirt today i wore the brown pants (laughs)
1: I know. What the hell? <laughs> Normally I'm in gray or black and I actually almost wore a black tank top and I couldn't find it. So I was like, oh, I haven't worn this one in a while.
0: Oh, I can't wait to give you your podcast queen yeah. tank top for your birthday.
1: Oh, I'm excited for I that. I am too. It's
0: awesome. It turned out really well. So we're here to tell you all about the bullshit that you've been seeing on TikTok for the last, mm. I don't know, forever. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Honestly, like forever. So, there's some of the most ridiculous fucking fitness and nutrition trends that you've seen. Today, we're going to put that bullshit to rest because you asked us questions like a week and a half ago and we're mm. finally going to answer them. So, let's
1: go. Yes. So, from the underscore signal42 on TikTok, The activated charcoal diet. (laughs) Um, Jesus. Every time we do one of these episodes, I'm like, do we really have to talk about this? But yes, because it's going around everywhere and it's like, okay. So we
0: have a saying in our house. It's called do not put baby on heater. When you have a space heater, they literally put a fucking sticker on it that says do not put baby on heater. So here we are today telling you do not put baby on heater.
1: Yes. (laughs) Um, So, okay. Activated charcoal has made an appearance again in more ways than one. Um, in our day to day lives for quite a while now, but it's like back. This diet fucking thing is back again. So, you may see it in your toothpaste uh, as an ingredient in your favorite face mask, on the menu, and a drink at a bar. I think they're even making food items out of it now. <sighs> whatever,
0: hey, hamburger. Bun. Or,
1: I love the color black, but yeah. yeah, use black food coloring if you <laughs> like. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, um, or it's used as a color additive in foods to get that solid black color. Again, they have black food coloring. Mm-hmm. Um, should even people claim that it's a secret to cure hangovers. I don't believe that for a second, but the cure to a hangover is to not drink so much. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> you know how you don't get hung over? You don't fucking drink. This coming from an expert. Um, but it's <laughs> <laughs> Here's the deal with activated charcoal. You shouldn't be ingesting it in large amounts. Keep your charcoal infused toothpaste. It's not a problem.
0: Yeah, keep your charcoal face mask, keep your charcoal toothpaste, do your tooth whitening routine, whatever. That's fine. That's not the problem. So before we dig in, what is activated charcoal? Here comes the nerdy science part of our myth busting part of this. Um, so activated charcoal is what you get left from superheating natural sources of carbon like wood. So yes, it's exactly what you think. Artisan, fancy ass fucking super fine charcoal. Yeah. So why is it harmful in your diet? All right. So let's go to the experts at WebMD because we're not doctors and we don't mm. claim to be. If you're taking medication, you should seriously consider not ingesting activated charcoal. Why? Well, if you've never uh, been poisoned or had alcohol poisoning and had to go to the hospital to have your stomach pumped, they will give you charcoal when you get there to suck up your stomach contents so you don't get sick anymore because activated charcoal absorbs the toxins in your body so that your stomach doesn't.
1: Right. If in an emergency situation, by the way,
0: situation, (laughs) yes, this is if you go to the emergency room with alcohol poisoning or if you ingested any kind of poison. This isn't like, hey, I don't feel good. Can you give me some fucking activated charcoal? Um, so activated charcoal can have the same kind of interaction if you're on any kind of medication.
1: Now you can see why this would be a problem, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So it can reduce or prevent absorption of certain drugs like acetaminophen um, digoxin, which is a heart medication, um, theophylline for the lungs, or why do I get the hard ones? But...
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I put antidepressants. I know. There we go.
1: I know. So- We're- <laughs> so as cool as the black smoothie looks, if you're on meds, it's probably best to stay away. Yeah. Also best to stay away from the black stuff, charcoal. If you are taking drugs for constipation, that's already a side effect of activated charcoal, as well as black stools, black tongue, vomiting, and diarrhea.
0: Yay! Yay! Doesn't that sound like fun? Shitting no. black water? No, it uh, not. No, not at all. So charcoal can also mess up your nutrient absorption in your body because, again, we said it disrupts how your body absorbs things because it absorbs it first. So um, right. kind of like with your meds, you need all the nutrients you can get. Why the hell would you want to negate any of them by eating fucking coal?
1: Right. Uh, so TR- TLDR, is it worth the hype? No, it's not. None of this shit is. <laughs> it's not going to be some miracle substance that will make all of your dreams come true. If you use too much or use it habitually, it can ultimately fuck up how your gut absorbs food. And that is a problem. See.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is a big problem. So activated charcoal, toothpaste, no. fine. Face cream, fine. In cool. your food, don't fucking do it. No, or your drinks. Next. Coming up next. All right, this is this is a twofer from our friend Beth Barocco <laughs> cool. at Beth Barocco Fitness on TikTok. What up Beth? We love you. Um yes. so she gave us two. Um the first one we're going to talk about is the continuous glucose monitor. So what is a continuous glucose monitor? I'm sure you've seen the fucking guy. Yeah. Because there's one white guy on The TikTok, guy. The guy. I'm not going to fucking name him by name. Yeah. He doesn't deserve our fucking cred. However, there is a guy that's like, oh, wearing my continuous glucose monitor, went to Chick-fil-A, had French fries, had a sandwich that had bread on it look how much my blood sugar spiked. Then I came home and had four eggs cooked in bacon fat and a half a pound of bacon. My blood sugar didn't spike. This is a normal blood sugar response. Motherfucker, do you know how carbs work? <laughs> understand carbs. Do you know? <laughs> Tell me you don't fucking understand nutrition without telling me you don't fucking understand nutrition. Like yeah. seriously. So when we're digging into this, one of the first things that comes up is a simple Google search of what is a continuous glucose monitor. Well, the first thing you're gonna see from a lot of these bullshit fitness websites is ditch the scale, invest in a continuous glucose monitor. First of all, understanding what glucose actually is is super important. It's a type of sugar that you get from foods you eat that your body uses for energy. It is the most basic type of sugar in your body and your brain needs it to function.
1: Yes. Well, I can understand why or how this trend trend came about. The way the CGM or continuous glucose monitor is being portrayed on social media is as a scare tactic that's what a lot of this shit is. Absolutely. So it's like, stop eating these foods. Look what it does to you internally. When you eat too much glucose, it's stored as fat, but they're saying that like broad brush, like it's only stored as fat. So sure. Sometimes it is, but your body does need glucose.
0: So let's talk about how you can eat anything in excess and it will turn into fat cells. Yes. Protein. It can be fat. It can be carbs. Yes. any macronutrient that you eat in excess can be turned into fat cells. Let's make that very crystal fucking clear for yes. those in the back of the room that don't fucking understand it or are too stupid to fucking just see the science behind it because or just want to make, make
1: money carbs. off of you.
0: Yeah, fuck that shit. Like, don't do it. Most of the cells in your body use glucose along with amino acids, which we talked about in great depth a couple yes, weeks we ago, um, for fats and fats for energy. So, glucose is the main source of fuel for your brain. We just talked about that a second ago, but here's why nerve cells and chemical messengers there need it to help them process information. And without it, your brain won't work well. You know how when people get the keto flu?
1: That's yeah. why they get the fucking keto flu. That's what that brain fog flu, is. Because you don't have glucose. You don't have the carbs providing the glucose to your brain.
0: As I drank a can of Dr. Pepper while I record this fitness and nutrition podcast. Right. Mm.
1: And just real quick side tangent. I love how people like use these scare tactics like, oh, it's chemicals. There are chemicals in literally everything that you eat or consume. Mm -hmm. What do you think that water is made up of? It's a chemical compound. Like
0: we are chemical
1: compounds. (laughs) Lord, (laughs) we are Ah, flying spaghetti monster. Help us now.
0: Seriously, we are all petri dishes of fucking cells that organize together to make a human. Yes, could have easily been a fucking blade of grass or a cat (laughs) or you know something else. Like we won. You could call it the genetic lottery, but could you really? Um, And you know we got human flesh bags.
1: Yes, hooray. Um, so, folks with diabetes, Vetus, Betis, whatever, however yeah, you I pronounce know. it. I'm um, sorry, do, I always call for grimly that one. I, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, folks with diabetes do need mon- to monitor these levels as their bodies have higher than normal levels of glucose in their blood due to a deficiency in insulin or their body doesn't respond to insulin as well as it should. So, the body relies on insulin to move glucose into the blood cells for that energy and storage.
0: Continuous glucose monitors exist for diabetic people, not for people looking to lose weight. I'll be nice about it. I'll be nice about it. But if you aren't diabetic, you don't need to be fucking running out to CVS or buying one on Amazon. Get your fucking continuous glucose monitor. Like, don't do it. A, you're going to waste money. How much does a fucking continuous glucose monitor even cost? Let's see.
1: Let's see. Yeah. Let's
0: look real time. That's why I love having a podcast cuz I used to do this on the radio too. I would google shit in real time. Um continuous glucose monitor search. All right. So the first one is going to cost you This one's not continuous. It's
1: $30. So it's going to upwards of a 100 bucks. Upwards of $100. Upwards if it, if you find one of those websites that's ch- trying to tell you to ditch the scale and get a continuous glucose monitor, they're trying to sell you like a whole package of shit yes. and it's going to be a lot more than a hundred dollars. Yes, They're using it as a way to basically make it a new, a new diet trend. And yeah. that's why this is mind blowing, but we wanted to cover <laughs> your best question. You're going to spend money on the monitor.
0: You're going to spend money on whatever fucking person's coaching. They're you're selling gonna- a tracker too oh, great. You're going to spend money on that. You're going to buy some fucking program or some fucking book or whatever. Like, here's the thing. When you see this shit online, we've mentioned it before, but I'm going to mention it again because Sasha and I have worked in broadcasting for a really long time. We've worked in promotions. We've worked in marketing. We understand how it all works. We're going to let you in on a secret. If you ask yourself, what is this person selling me? If you have to ask yourself that and you can answer it, fucking use caution. Yeah. What is this person selling me? Are they selling you the monitor or are they selling you the bullshit mantra behind the monitor? Exactly. The answer is both. I mean, they don't get any money directly from the monitor, probably, unless they're like a
1: medical provider. It's probably marked up. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Or they have like an Amazon store that they fucking pump you to. But ask yourself that question often, because we live in a capitalist society where the almighty dollar is the fucking king and everybody has the attention span of a goddamn gnat. Yes. What is this person selling me? That is something you should always ask yourself. You, I mean, yeah. even us, we're going to sell you things. We've told you that before. It's a function of our job. It's how we make money advertising. Right. right. It's all shit we believe in or shit that we vetted or people we know. Exactly. Like, it's, we're not going to sell you a fucking continuous glucose monitor or tell you to do a 30 day gut reset. Like, that's yeah. not. But the point we're making by pointing this out is the way that people are talking about continuous glucose monitors online can also harm your relationship with food because yeah. they're demonizing an entire fucking macronutrient. They're making carbs out to be the bad guy again.
1: Yeah, yep. It's it's mind blowing. I wish that that guy was not getting as much traction mm-hmm. as he is, but just be aware of the fact that people are probably trying to sell you something if they're, if they're, especially if it's like boisterous and like, I went to Chick-fil-A and I ate a billion calories. Like, okay, whatever, you got whatever, dude. The, like that's how your body functions internally. And I there would have is...
0: liked to see him eat a piece of toast with that breakfast so that we could have seen the alter the the same fucking response because he again had bread with the meal.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh <laughs> it's just if they're yelling at you or in a there's another guy that's in like in a grocery store and he's like holding a thing of Jif peanut butter or something like that, and he's like, You know what this is? Toxins. And it's like, oh, dude, shut the I fuck up. It's peanuts. I mean they're oil. oil. There was a peanut butter recall recently. There was, but right. that wasn't for the, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was for salmonella and not yeah, that the was contents of the peanut butter. Yeah. yeah.
0: Completely different whatsoever. Um, Here's the thing about food. There's chemicals in your food. There's chemicals in everything. We talked yes. about this like 10 minutes ago. You are a chemical. Hello. Yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> don't let people scare you into caring about things that you don't need to be worried about.
0: Yes yes don't be an alarmist for no reason i mean there's being an alarmist for good reason but then there's just being an alarmist to be an alarmist
1: yeah and, and don't, don't be the latter exactly okay so this other one this is also oh. from beth we had to we had to do extensive research into this because first we couldn't find it initially and so beth helped us out and sent us some stuff so oh my God. what that in the weird. fuck? yeah what's the fuck is the jello reset diet uh-huh. well we asked that same question when we got this in. So then we watched a very interesting video on TikTok explaining what it is because it was exactly what we thought it would be. So uh, when we Googled it, all we got was the pouch reset diet. And we're like, no fucking way. There's this no can't be it. Way. This could but, actually be what it is. And that was all I could find. And so then I'm like talking to Sadie. And then we, so we asked Beth. Yeah, and sure as shit, it's a fucking pouch reset diet. I'm not going to call out the person who made the video because that's not what we do here, but they do claim that you'll lose 8 to 10 pounds immediately. So let's just dis- discuss this uh I- idea.
0: Yeah, air quotes if you're not watching. Um full fu- full version of the podcast and videos on YouTube again by the way if you're yes. gonna watch your dumb faces while we talk about this shit. Um, so the Jello Reset Diet is a bastardized ripoff of the pres- prescribed diet that you're given after having bariatric surgery for weight loss. So if you get, like, your stomach stapled or you get the band or the sleeve or whatever, this is what they have you eat for the first, like, four days for a couple reasons. The point is, one, to reintroduce the idea of food into your stomach because your stomach's been empty and it's been reshaped. Yes. Um, the second is helping your stomach learn how to digest food in its new modified form. Mm -hmm. This is why this diet is so, like, basic. This is why. This is why. It's not for weight loss.
1: And if you know anybody that has had bariatric surgery, I know three off the top of my head, Mm -hmm. it's very important that they follow these guidelines to a T because they can do irreparable harm and get very sick. Yes,
0: you can That's- re-stretch your stomach and you can re-stretch it too fast if you're not following the rules of your like prescribed
1: diet after surgery and that can be bad news bears. Yes, for sure. So the rules, quote unquote of this diet. Oh. <laughs> On days 1 and 2 you get to eat a cup of sugar-free jello and a cup of sugar-free jello pudding. Day 3, you can eat the same jello cups and two hard-boiled eggs. On day 4, you eat all of the shit from day 3. And eight ounces of chicken breast. And then you're supposed to drink a lot of water, but that's it. Okay.
0: I did the math. We're going to break this down. Days one and two, you have a gelatin that costs 10 calories. The pudding costs 60 calories. And you do that three times a day, morning, noon, and night, 70 calories, three times a day. That's 210 calories. Mm. So we're at 210. Keep your tally. Um, Day three, you're adding two eggs, which cost 70 calories each, bringing your daily total up to 350 calories. Um, And on day four, you get to add another 220 calories for the chicken, bringing your total up to 570 calories for the day. The grand total for four days of this diet is 1,340 calories. That is less than your daily energy expenditure. That is usually 1800 calories so no shit you're gonna fucking lose 10 pounds you're eating poverty (laughs) calories a newborn baby needs a thousand calories a day to live and all they do is shit themselves puke and cry (laughs) yeah thousand calories you're a fucking whole ass adult human that's got a job and a life how the fuck do you think you're gonna live on less than 1400 calories a day well, and then,
1: I mean, you're basically, you're start you are starving yourself. So yes. don't fucking do that. You are going to lose weight. Like you we will lose it immediately because you're not fucking eating. But and you, that's because you're starving your own.
0: yourself. like you're telling people to fucking do this like you're some sort of a goddamn health and fitness guru. Where the fuck do these people get the license to give out this bullshit advice like they're experts like this person in the video is so fucking com- you're going to lose eight to 10 pounds. Drink lots of water. This is the key. No, the key is that you're fucking starving yourself, you dumbass.
1: Yeah, this is these are the harmful things that we're always talking about and why yeah. we do these episodes because that's really harmful because, and then people will try it. And then, then, then what after then your week of starving yourself, then what they're going to talk about how great it was. Cause they lost the 10 pounds with the fucking moron on and TikTok. you're going to gain it right. Fucking back. Yeah. <laughs> so then this person goes on to say, Whoa. wait till you see your results paired with working out. Like how can you fucking train on 210 calories of jello for a whole goddamn day? Are That's you kidding me?
0: And the HCG diet that is worse.
1: Yes. Get out of here with this bullshit man like if you're eating almost nothing you can't work out and if you oh. and if you do work out it could be very dangerous
0: yeah yeah you know what happens when you put yourself under a weight and you haven't eaten mm. you'll probably fall over with the weight on you like i've i've almost passed out under a squat before because i didn't have enough food that day and that was when i was eating like 2500 calories a day so yeah. if you think that you're going to fucking live on 210 calories a day of goddamn jello products and then go to the fucking gym and have any kind of a workout that's worth a shit. I'm sorry, but you're so fucking
1: delusional that there might not be any help for you. Right. And this this is aimed at the person who is spreading this information, yeah, not you as a listener, not but like, anybody who actually tries this. What we're cautioning please you please is please to please not please. fucking do this. Yeah.
0: I get mad so that you don't try these things because they're
1: yeah. fucking terrible. Yeah. It's I mean, this goes back to, I mean, this, sh- this type of shit has been around for fucking ever too. Yeah. back in our day. It was what lemon water with cayenne pepper in it for a whole week, heartburn water, start like, your day, make what? sure it's warm. Well, you're cleansing your body. Also- you know what cleanses your body, your kidneys and your fucking liver. Yeah. Okay. You already have functionality in your body that does that for you. You don't have to fucking cleanse yourself. If you really want to reset, eat whole foods for a week. Mm hmm. Like whole foods, again, just to remind anybody who is not familiar or is just jumping into this podcast, single ingredient foods, chicken breasts, broccoli, etc. You get where yeah. we're going with this? <laughs> yeah. Eat real food. Yeah. I mean, still indulge every now and then. We're not telling you. Nothing. Right. But if you really want to reset or cleanse yeah. your body, eat whole foods for a week.
0: Dude, you'll tell a difference in like the first. All right. We're going to talk about poop. We haven't talked about poop on the podcast for a while. You're going to shit
1: poop? a lot, by the a, way. Hey, you're going to shit a lot.
0: <laughs> B, you're going to notice the consistency of your shits change. C, you're going to realize that shitting is easier, Mm -hmm. especially if you're drinking the water to go with all the fiber you're getting from the whole foods you're eating. Like if you have constipation problems, um, especially if you have ovaries, because people with ovaries are more disposed to having constipation problems thanks to our fucking genetics and our Mm -hmm. hormones. um, It will help you a lot with that problem. Uh yes. I used to be a chronic constipated person, A, because I didn't drink enough water. B because all I ate was fucking garbage. Right. Learn from our mistakes. Yes. Alcohol also doesn't help that equation. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Sorry <laughs> Sorry to be that one person. I'm gonna rip that band-aid off. Alcohol doesn't help your equation in a lot of situations. No, it sure doesn't. It's gonna throw that out there as an ex-alcoholic, you know. Yep. So um our last question from Mona Malice on TikTok. We're gonna talk about male versus female exercises. So she asked, um Is there such a thing? Can you debunk this shit? Please help. So, we've touched on this here and there in the past, especially on our episode with Dr. Stacey Sims. If you haven't listened to that episode and you have ovaries, we definitely recommend it. Um, But men and women are likely going to train differently to an extent. Yeah. Why? TLDR, hormones. Mm -hmm. But the idea that they have to train differently is fucking laughable, obviously. Uh, Your muscles don't know if they're physiologically a male or a female. They don't know, they are not self aware. They don't know if they're getting testosterone or if they're getting estrogen. They have no fucking idea. The yeah. whole idea of the gender binary is fucking laughable, too. But that's a topic for another day. Happy Pride Month. I fucking love all my gays.
1: Yes, okay. we love you. <laughs> we. Um, you can train however the fuck you want. Yeah. Um Honestly we say all the time on this podcast the best exercise is the stuff you'll keep showing up for but we have found out that do have found that dudes and chicks will tend to gravitate toward different aesthetic goals so you are going to have to train differently for those aesthetic goals obviously your mileage is going to vary Period end of discussion. We have a t shirt in our shop at hernetmedia.com. And if you don't like doing any of these movements, there's nothing wrong with you. We spend a lot of time in the gym and we've no- just noticed a few trends.
0: Yeah. And like we follow a lot of strength athletes and shit yeah. on social media and we're friends with a bunch of them. And I know many a bodybuilder and all that stuff too. So mm-hmm. I will say that, you know, my my female bodybuilding friends and my male bodybuilding friends do completely different workouts because they have completely different criteria that they are judged on in competition. Exactly. So if you're training differently, that's fine. Like we're not saying that you have to train like a dude or that you have to train completely separate and not train like a dude at all. Women still need to, and people with ovaries, everybody needs to lift heavy shit. It makes your bones more dense. It helps with your muscles. Like it's, it's a great stress reliever and we're all fucking stressed, right? Yes. All fucking stressed. So, um, Train however you want, but a lot of ladies will tend to gravitate towards booty blasting movements because we all want that fucking ass that can knock shit off the shelf when we walk by, right? I mean, everybody wants an ass worth grabbing. You could sit in line for the glute kickback machine, or you could get a dumbbell, do some squats, or you could grow your ass with doing donkey kicks uh, without doing donkey kicks if you don't want to or you don't want to wait for the machine. You could do them banded. You can do hip thrusts. Like, there are so many things. Glute pull-throughs with the cable machine one of the best fucking glute ham workouts ever, because it also helps you work on your hip hinge. That hip hinge pop at the top is really beneficial if you're lifting weights. Yeah, for sure. But you don't have to fucking train to fit any aesthetic if you don't want to. But if you're going for certain things, like we said, we've noticed a few trends because we've spent a lot of time in the gym.
1: Yes. Uh, We also see a lot of ladies working on their legs more than dudes. I mean, and that's just I I don't know why that is. It's just kind of how it is. Most dudes do upper body shit. Um, there's nothing wrong with wanting thick thighs. They save lives, right? On the flip side.
0: Yeah, I love the thick thigh movement. Like, I'm glad that women have embraced having thighs that touch because for a really long time, everybody wanted a fucking thigh gap.
1: Yeah, which has never been attainable for me. (laughs) Um, On the flip side, you know, like I just said, we see a lot of dudes blasting their upper body because that's aesthetically what they're going for. And there's no problem with either one of those.
0: No, I mean, biceps and lats and delts look great on everybody. It doesn't matter. They look great on everyone. However, like, have you ever been to a gym in Vegas? I have. I (laughs) I love Vegas. Vegas is one of my favorite cities in this fucking country. It's great. It's the best people watching you'll ever see. Now they have legal weed. You can gamble. There's a white castle. Like, it's heaven on earth. I fucking love Vegas. Vegas. If I could have convinced Phil, we would have been married by an Elvis impersonator in Vegas, like the five times I've been there before we got married. I tried every fucking time. and He was always like, no, like, damn it. But anyway, you go to Vegas and you go to the gym and every fucking gym is not a lot of women in the gyms in Vegas. For obvious reasons, because you're a in Vegas, but B, it's full of fucking gym bro dudes that are blasting their upper bodies before they go to the pool. Now, think about this for a second. If you are a single person that is trolling the fucking poolside for some tail while you're on vacation, how disappointing would it be to pick up a guy that's jacked upstairs to get his pants off to find he's a Dorito that never trains his legs? (laughs) Yeah, no tragedy.
1: Yeah. Not, not my preference. It'll make your dick look bigger, but your legs are going to be tiny. (laughs) Ultimately, the point that we're trying to make is that you can do whatever the fuck you want. It's true. To get to the goals that you're trying to reach, period. I mean, that's, it's always, the best movements are the ones you'll keep showing up for. You're going to get burnt out on shit. Mm -hmm. I trained, I changed my training completely. Probably well, at the beginning of the year, I'm now doing mostly powerlifting stuff, which is, what I want to be doing right now. That's just, those are my goals. So there are any movements that you can't do just because you're male or female. There yeah. may be limiting factors based on injuries or physiologically. There might be, you know, other, some movements that are more optimal than others for you specifically. So do what works for you, what your coach is prescribing you to get to where you want to go. Remember physiology. Uh, physiology and DNA play a role in where you'll build fastest, no matter who you are.
0: Yes. Um, And circling back to exercises that are good for, for the, for the ladies, do your chest presses because that lifts your pec muscles. It makes your pec muscles bigger and it lifts your boobs. It also makes your boobs look bigger.
1: Yep. Sure does.
0: So if, if you are part of the itty bitty titty committee and you want all the help you can get without having surgical intervention, build up your pecs because it'll make your boobs look great. Yes. Everybody wants good looking boobs, right? Who doesn't love good looking boobs? I mean, let's be fucking honest. Either you have True. a set that you love that looks good, or you have a set that you admire on someone else that looks good. So yep. just just doing everyone a public
1: service here. We're talking <laughs> about sex, boobs and shit today. On That's Space what Talk. we're here for.
0: Welcome to fucking Meathead Test Kitchen. Thanks. If this is your first episode, then hi. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do here. Sorry, we're not sorry. We've been doing it for almost 100 episodes.
1: It's our bullshit. Yes.
0: Um, but thank you for everyone who sent in questions this week. Uh, thank you for just being sweethearts in general. We fucking yeah. like do. you um, with really. all the fucking negativity and shit that's out there on the internet. Again, I know we say this a lot, but we really fucking mean it. We really appreciate having a positive community of intelligent people that are open minded and are not dickheads. Like, mm-hmm. there's so many dickheads.
1: There are. And I'm glad that for the most part, those people don't fuck with us. Not anymore. Yeah, I swore that. at
0: them enough. I think they've learned their lesson. That, that bitch is crazy. Yes, I am. Don't fuck <laughs> with me. I will hurt you with words. <laughs> if, if you, you haven't, have yeah, oh, hit us up. Uh,
1: yeah, we're at uh, hello at meheadtestkitchen.com is our email. Um, you can follow us on all of our socials at meheadtestkitchen, except for Twitter. We're at MTK staff. um Buy our merch. Like I mentioned, your mileage may vary. We have uh, a t shirt, we've got some hats, we've got a uh, sweet bag Um, uh, we have I got one the other day our bags are great they're really yeah. good our
0: logo's on both sides it's really thick canvas material our merch is actually like i have a bunch i've i have a bunch of our merch to see how good it was before we like sold it to people yeah. and it's all great like you're paying 20 dollars yeah. for a really great t-shirt
1: yeah for sure um and then you can rep us everywhere you go and get your prs in style you know oh, yeah. that um, right. make sure bucks. that If you're wanting uh, any programming, you head over to meatheadathletics.com. Sadie also offers coaching and um, that is both fitness and nutrition related. Uh, We have three programs, one's for beginner and then two that are a little bit more advanced. They're pretty great. Both I've done all three of them and I can verify that they will kick your fucking ass. So um, (laughs) make sure that you are kind to each other. Um, Do something good for somebody else. It'll make you feel good.
0: It's true. Smile, not Please. in a way like not in a way like you should smile more, but smile, smile. Make you feel better. Sure can.
1: Yay! We Yay. love you. We get the kitchen.
0: <laughs> out, out. Join Sadie and Sasha every Monday, helping to make your fitness and nutrition journey suck less. MTK. A
1: Huda Media Production.